Hello, welcome to What You Sippin' On. I'm Dennis Tolpa with Studio Bank Mortgage. I'm here with Eric Thornton, EXP Realty, William Stiles, Country Financial, and our guest today is Catherine Good with Catherine Good Marketing. Um, first off, we're going to jump right into it. Catherine, what are we sipping on? This is a Oregon Pinot, and I've already forgotten. Alona, I don't even know how to say it. So here's the deal <laughs> with Oregon Pinot. Um, I have liked red wine for a long time. Um, or wine in general, I've liked for a long, t- long time. I used to prefer white, and yeah. then I started to go to red, but sometimes it was just too heavy. And so about 12 years ago, we were in Oregon, and um, just, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Have, have y'all been to Oregon? No, it's on my long list. Time ago, it's on my list for sure. When I was younger, but they have the best wine. Like Washington and Oregon has the best wine, right? For Pinot North. Yeah. I mean, so they the have altitude. the less. They don't have as much production as California, mm-hmm. but they. Um, it's just well known for. But it's it's just gorgeous. Um, we had a lot of Oregon wine while we were there, and um, my husband actually played played golf at a course called Bandon Dunes. I don't know if anyone, any of you are golfers, but um, yeah, I don't know. Eric tries. I've been golfing before. That does not make me a golfer. No, it is a very (laughs) well-known course, so they say. I don't really know. Um, But we went with them. My friend and I did with our husbands, and we just sat in the chalet or whatever we were in. I mean, it was like a golf. It was not a resort. It was a golf area. And but we got a bunch of Oregon Pinot and just read and visited with each other. And ever since then, it's it's kind of like the underdog. I think that's why I like it. Nice. Um, it's also a lot um, softer. It's not. It's it's just. It's got a lot more taste. I guess it's it's not as rich and ripe as the California wines. Yeah. Um. So I just, if if I'm going to a restaurant, that is what we're I'm looking for is an Oregon Pinot, Willamette Valley Oregon Pinot. I like it. Does your husband drink as well? Yes. Red wine as well. Yeah. Okay. So we, especially with the friends that we went to Oregon with, we always. That's very smooth. Yeah, it's very smooth. It's very nice. It's light. You can do it with chicken or or steak, um, but it's it's just. So, are you like a a food pairer with the wine? Or Um, no? Okay, yeah, (laughs) I'm not either. I'm not a wine connoisseur. I I enjoy wine, but pretty much I'll drink anything unless it's super super sweet Mm -hmm. or um, just gross. Right. So (laughs) that's awesome. Do you watch Yellowstone by chance? We did. Yes. Okay, so I'm not a wine guy. But after watching that, and John Dutton drinks red wine, I think anybody can drink red wine. Oh, yeah. So yeah, for kind sure. I feel like John Dutton right now, actually. Well, I'm one step yeah. closer after my field trip to Kroger this morning to try to figure out where to find this Oregon Pinot, as kindly directed by Catherine. I, I had a good coach to so you, tell you me to pick it up. So you him and told him exactly what, which one you wanted. And I think this he was expecting it was going to be one bottle of Oregon <laughs> Pinot he had to find. But I sent him three different labels that are typically found at any of our local Liquor stores or grocery yeah. stores. Even. And like oh, any wow. good man who's been sent to the grocery store with pictures of things, I did not stray from the three options. <laughs> I, I made sure that I, I got one of those options. So, Catherine, tell us, you're obviously in marketing. Tell us a little bit about yourself. What brought you here to Hendersonville and, uh, and what you do? Sure. So, we moved to Hendersonville originally in 2001, right out of college. Uh, Seth and I, my husband, we graduated from University of Tennessee at Knoxville. We came here for go his balls. job. Yep, go, go balls. balls. Uh, we came for came for his job. He is an engineer. He originally took a job with DuPont in Old Hickory. So we moved here really just ease to get to his work. Mm-hmm. And then um, we had to move away for three years to Buffalo, New York. Oh, from, nice. Yeah. From 2004 to 2007, he was in a management training program. So we 
when he signed with DuPont, we had to move. We did not really want to move. We loved this area, and um, but we had to move for three years. And we actually really enjoyed Buffalo. We traveled a lot. I said I would never have a child in Buffalo, and I had a child in Buffalo. <laughs> um, we it snows did. a little bit up there, right? It snows a whole yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the summers are absolutely gorgeous. I mean, it's rare that it gets above like seventy-eight degrees, and there's a lot of lake life and. Um, but anyway, we really enjoyed our time. We traveled all the northeastern states. Now, was your major? I'm just going back real quick. Is mm-hmm. was your major marketing in UT? It was UT? journalism. Journalism. Journalism nice. with a concentration in public relations. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. Okay. So I took a job in nonprofit actually right out of college in Nashville, the Center for Nonprofit Management. Um, and then we moved to Buffalo. We were there for three years, and we we came back as soon as we could, and we've been here ever since. We moved to Hendersonville first in 2007, and then in 2015, we moved to be closer to the golf course in Gallup. Very nice. Golf is the theme here, isn't it? Now, do you play? No. You don't? No. Gotcha. No. Is he a member of Bluegrass? He is not. He worked at um, Foxland. Foxland, okay. Tennessee Grasslands. Whatever, yeah. Yeah. Grasslands, Foxland. So that gets you back to Tennessee. What were you doing during that time whenever you transitioned back? Were you able to keep your current job, or did you get a new job when you moved back, or what that look like? So in Buffalo, I started with a company. It was a e-com. Sorry, well, it was a catalog company. Do you remember catalogs when we used to have? You know, it seems catalog? familiar. I think in Christmas time, you'd like circle mm-hmm. your favorite toy in like the Sears catalog. Yeah, do you, yeah. Do you remember that? Yep. Did you do that? Okay. Yep. Yeah. So it was a craft company. So you know, like Oriental Trading Company. Yeah. Um, and and for vacation Bible school or for teachers, you would order these craft packets. Well, we had a, when the company I was hired had a growing business in vacation Bible school and they were Orthodox Jewish owners. So they didn't know a whole lot about Southern vacation Bible school. And it was just perfect timing for me to take on a job, really developing crafts to go with vacation Bible school themes. So I became the marketing director there. um, And that was at a time very, very early in e-commerce and social media. So I got to transitioned that business from mostly catalog mail order to mostly e-commerce learned a ton about seo and social media very very early in the game and i did keep that job until 2012 so i was able to work how big was seo back then search engine optimization was that a big thing back then as Um, much as it is now well yes it's i mean it was still how google ranked um but it was primarily metadata. Key, I mean, that's when there would be a list of like 30 keywords in the back end of the website that any competitor can just go find what you're trying to rank for. Mm. It was very early in the day. So what social media platforms? Because I'm assuming Instagram wasn't around then, right? No, it was mainly the Pinterest. I was a very early mm. Pinterest user, especially for that um, market. And I mean, I mean, it had barely any users, but we got all kinds of, that was our n- number one referring uh, platform was Pinterest very very early in the social media days um, we did something called freebie Friday so if you're in marketing everyone talks about content and giving out free content and so I was doing a freebie content drop every Friday back on in, Pinterest on Pinterest and an email marketing really back in Do you guys use that Pinterest been, uh, no I don't <laughs> have no I have in the past yeah for, for like your, kid stuff oh yeah, yeah gift ideas for the wife but you don't put your mortgage stuff on no no. Okay. <laughs> I, I, no, I think we're missing out though from the sound of it. I don't know. It sounds like most of my clients more. actually do not use Pinterest. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So it's um it's become a different I mean, I, I love Pinterest still and it's it's 
depends on the audience and the and the market. Well, obviously, big for visual type of yeah. elements and things yeah. like and that. Clothing, so um, you know, yeah, if, clothing, but any kind of crafts, food, that sort of thing. Um, I feel like I've gone on there to like if I get like a stain on clothes, like the they're like life hacks. That a lot of life yes. hacks on it. Yes. Yes. Oh. That I used it for, I yeah. think. Yeah. So we would have to develop a graphic on you know this how to do this craft or to learn about John the Baptist. I don't know. I'm just making up things right now, but, right. but so we'd have to do the graph, you know, the, the step, the blog article, and then have the graphic we posted on Pinterest. And then hopefully they would come to the website, put their email in, and then we, we would remarket to them and try to get them to buy a vacation Bible school product. So, but all that to say, it was very, very early. Um, I very learned early. a ton in the very, just why people, you know, how Google's working and why people, what people are searching for and why that's important to target them. Mm. Um, so then, um, I went to work for an agency and did that for about six years and an agency in Goodlettsville and learned a lot more. Um, and then I did two years from 2018 to 2020 in, um, corporate. Uh, it was a, it was a startup called Inspire Kindness and, um, Inspire Kindness. Mm-hmm. What, so what was like? We are trying to help model. the world Just be inspire kind. Kindness. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's um, Mac Anderson, who's founded Successories. Do you okay. know it's Successories? Mm-hmm. It's but. the boat on the water with the quote underneath it. You've seen it in all. It's it's like on the office in Michael's Scott's oh, okay, office. Yeah. Okay. You'd recognize it. Uh, you would recognize it for sure. Uh, but it, he had founded Successories and sold that business. He sold quite a few other businesses. And... Um, wanted his last hurrah to be Inspire Kindness. It's, the business is still going. It's it's run under a parent company, um, but we just we try. I, I I was pretty much the only employee during 2020 trying to make it work, and in the end, just couldn't couldn't get it done. I'm just curious. I, you see those billboards all the time that says Inspire something. I don't know if it's kindness, but is that what that is? No, we didn't okay. have the billboards. There's oh, okay. a lot. So what I learned very quickly, there was a lot of people trying to inspire kindness. Like oh, you can you. get, you I weren't mean, the only ones no, inspiring kindness. No, I mean, especially during 2020, you know, there I mean, you can buy a kindness T-shirt at Walgreens, right? I mean, so it was hard to come up with a model that would make money. Yeah, um, yeah. It was a great mission, and we had a lot of fun doing it. It was a great team. I miss that team, but it just Didn't it was work. hard to make money on kindness. Now let's go back for just a second. What'd you do before that? You said you were. I was an agency. I, so agent. I, it was a web development company that we turned gotcha. into an agency, marketing oh, okay. agency. Okay, marketing agent, agent, um, agency. It was when I first came on board there. You know, we really were just developing a website because a client said, "Here, do this. This is what we want." And so um, when I came in, I said, "Well, wait a minute. We need a strategy behind this. What are we trying to get people to do?" And so. Uh, we ended up hiring a few other people, and it became a full-blown marketing agency. Wow. So still. So after you couldn't get kindness spread around the world anymore, um, did you leave and do it on your own, right? Oh, I still spread kindness, yes. Okay, yes. good. <laughs> yes. um, yeah, so I lost my job the week before Christmas in 2020. So 2020 oh, was man. just – so I got a little angry the next couple of months and, you know, just – was grieving a little bit and but still also really thinking through what, what I wanted to do I did learn that I did not want to drive downtown um, anymore I wanted to be in Sumner County and I just I really kept praying on what I would I, I should do but there's really not a lot of chief marketing officer or VP or you know even marketing director positions in Sumner County that would I could use my experience um, 
So I had a couple clients that just came to me and said, hey, can you do this? And one after another started, and I said, I guess I'm going to start my own business. And That's awesome. That's how it got started. Yeah, that's well, awesome. Touch base a little bit on when you lost your job. So did you see that coming in 2020, or is that like a blind side? And like, no, you know, I feel I like that would be challenging for a lot come. of folks. Yeah. yeah, I knew it was probably coming. We, we, we just kept trying to make money, and, you know, it was – it had a – very uh, a parent company that was very focused on you know making money well, we, who, who doesn't want to make money and especially during COVID when we're all just trying to make things work um, I mean I, I knew it probably wasn't gonna happen I was hoping I could slide into another job honestly um, but now I'm just I'm thankful I'm very very thankful that it ended up the way it did yeah so initially you wanted to go to maybe another agency not do your own thing at that time but it may yes. have forced your hand to do that yeah I said I would never start my own job Okay. <laughs> yeah, but it also sounds like you got some pretty quick validation from some clients yes. that you reached out to. When yes, I mean they came to me. It, it's been I very early did not have to did not have to do a lot of work. It just I was very blessed in that way. And um, my you just first opened it up client, and people started coming to you. I had a friend that needed a pretty big project done for a company in Nashville, and um, that helped out a whole lot. And then I had another friend that said, "Hey." Do you know anyone that could do a Shopify site? And I said, oh, I could do a Shopify site. And then the was last it Shopify? One, huh? Shopify. Shopify. Gotcha. E-commerce. Yep. Oh. And then the last one, I was actually at a Young Life board meeting, and I was sitting just like this across from somebody, and they said, "What are you good at?" And I said, "Well, I've been in marketing for twenty years, so I guess I'll say marketing." And he stopped me and he said, "Like marketing for a small business?" And I said, "Sure. I mean, yeah, sure, yeah." And um. And he said, well, what are you going to do with it? And I just said, I think I'm about ready to start my own job, my own business. And I, I, I remember turning and going, where did that come from? Why did it I just, just kind of popped that? out, just right? Popped out. And he hired me like four days later. So, oh, wow. so you, you obviously had to be thinking about it because it was there subconsciously, right? It Evidently. just came out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So what is the business called? Catherine Good Marketing Consulting. Okay. I originally called it that because I really did, I wanted it to be me that they were working with. Um, I have a lot of experience in agency and um, you just never know who, what agency team member you're going to get or, um, you know, who's really working on your stuff. And so early on, I really wanted it to be, I was coming into your business and you were, you were getting me. Um, that model may change in the future just on the, the, what I see coming, but mm -hmm. you know, that's what I wanted at the beginning. So. What's been working for you to grow your business since you first started it? Honestly, it's most, most of the growth has been with old friends um, that have just said, yep, it's time to do this. I have started a good pour uh, based on Jason Elkins. He does um, 100 cups. 100 cups of coffee. I did mm -hmm. his course. Yep. Yeah. Jason Elkins. And I started, I started that in March of last year, February, March. I'm not sure. Maybe February. And... I, just, I think that has gotten a lot of publicity. I see a lot of people say, I, you know, I see you, you're doing really well. And I'm like, I'm really, I'm doing really well at having coffee with people. Um, <laughs> but it really helped kind of spread the news that I was in business for myself. Um, and just grateful for that networking opportunity. And that journalism know. major kind of mm -hmm. kicked back in too, helped you out a little bit. Yes. Yeah, you yeah. do a nice job writing, writing those up. Yes. So I get a lot of comments on the writing. It's funny because, you know, we're in a, in a day that you really should be marketing by video and other things. Um, but I still like writing. So it's, it's a good, pl still a good platform. For Was me. that in the Hendersonville standard? 
The no, it's just on my blog. Oh, on on your social blog? Media. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, yeah. You know, it's amazing how many people still subscri- subscribe to the newspaper. Oh, yeah. I was shocked um, talking with the owner there, how many people actually still read the newspaper. And I get the newspaper. I think it's a great uh, resource. I was a minor, communication minor. Oh, awesome, yeah. So uh, a little bit of that that background. So share with us just some things that you think that you do on a daily basis that make you successful. Good question. Uh, I keep up with research. I mean, this world is always changing, so I have to find podcasts and news. I I try to find, like, Social Media Examiner, for example, has a weekly newsletter that just kind of shares what the trends are or what, you know, what big announcements have come out because it's very hard to keep up with what's going on. What was it called? It's called Social Media Examiner. It's just an example that has a weekly newsletter on what's going on. Um, I do try to get to especially Gallatin Chamber and Hendersonville Chamber events, just to network. I really, I have clients, I have clients in Texas, I have clients in um, in Nashville, you know, but I, I really would like to help businesses in Sumner County. So those are my outlets to network. Um, I mean, I, I just recently developed an intern program. I, I have a heart for um, helping these kids who want to major awesome. in the, big world of communications and marketing. Yeah, big world. Yeah, try to narrow it down. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had one, her name is Emma. She came on last fall and really thought she was going to do journalism, and now she's realizing she likes the graphic side too. So just helping them realize maybe what their talents are. Yeah. And that that actually, they have branded themselves in this very room. They branded themselves the good circle and – that is actually going to expand to include freelancers, especially freelancers. I, I again, have a heart for um, moms that have had a communication background or dads, you know, that ha- better staying at home due to kids' reasons or taking care of aging parents, and they just they don't want to work full-time or can't work full-time because of a lifestyle but have a lot of talent to give. So that's – I'm developing that right now, too. I, I'm curious, as uh, someone who majored in journalism and did journalism – Talk, talk to us about how you feel about all the media outlets that are out around today. Um, do you have a, a thought about that? Just how many there yeah, are? Yeah, I mean, they're just inundated with media, I feel like. Yes, that was one of the reasons I actually did a, The Good Poor or A Good Poor early on because I wanted just to be spreading good news as opposed to just all of the negativity. Right. Um, and all, so many channels. But that's that's the world we live in. And, you know, you don't like what one thing is going to – what one channel saying – yeah, you, you just switch it. You switch it or you create one. I mean, the same thing with churches, right? If you don't like your <laughs> church, you create a new yep. one and or go to the next That's one. That's a neat so, analogy. I never yep. thought of that. So you've worked with a variety of businesses by now, different individuals. As you're, as you're helping people walk through their marketing strategy or what they're doing or what they're wanting to do, are you seeing um, trends in, in whatever industry? It's just kind of a blanket question. Things that people are, are struggling with or, or doing wrong or maybe things are changing there that, that people are you're watching people struggle with and you're finding more opportunities to help them through? So my model um, is, is more of a full look at marketing. Mm-hmm. What I have really noticed is we have gotten very focused on what we're saying um, and making sure we're present on social media and making sure we're doing all the things promotion-wise that we've forgotten, you know, that... I, I look at marketing as, as, as four parts to a whole. The first one is what I call the marketing soul. It's the part, the culture part. If you're not, if you don't know your why and communicate how you're helping people, 
um, you're going to you're going to struggle with business. Mm -hmm. And then the second part is your heart marketing heart. And that is both your anyone you interact with. So people, your employees, um, as well as, you know, the your customers, ideal or target customers or customers you already have. Um, the second or the third is marketing mind, and that is how you're helping people. That is the products and services that you are using. And then the the fourth is the the strength, and that is how we are saying the things that we want to say. Um, too often, I think we're spending too much time in that fourth quadrant. And um, I've had lots of examples of, you know, if if they have a quality product and um, awesome marketing, but they treat people poorly when they come in the building, then it doesn't matter what I do or how I say it on social media or email marketing or how pretty the website is. If you aren't nice to your customers, there's, yeah, it's just not going to work. Four quadrants again. What was that? Well, it's, I caught, so at some point in my life, I just started looking at my goals and kind of examining my life and mind, soul, heart, strength, um, based on a Bible verse. And um, when I kind of look to see, well, how do, how do I want to be different? How do, how do I want to approach marketing? And um, that's, that's really what I've kind of settled on, too. Is this, do you know what verse that was? No, Here's. I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> so I, Not to put you on the spot. Uh, so I'm really bad at remembering numbers. I mean, really, I really you. bad. Um, but yeah. it's all written down somewhere. I like the way you described all of it. Is any part of it built on, isn't there the four P's of marketing? Is that yes. a... Yes. So there's... like maybe elements I mean, of it in there, yes. but... There, there are, I mean, there's like eight P's of marketing okay. these days. It's like, we just keep inventing I was a marketing stuff. major. Yes. Some time ago. It must have been updated since yes. then. Yes, but all of them really... <laughs> you know, can fit in one of those quadrants. And okay. it's, it's really who you are, you know, who you're trying to help, how you're going to help them and how you're telling them. That it's interesting. Cause that's branding you mm -hmm. too. Like, right. Yes. your business. I mean, yes. so all of a sudden you have, I love your unique way mm -hmm. of looking at that and helping people think through that. Yeah, it's really not yeah. unique. It's just, we've, we've forgotten part of it. I mean, it's, we just really want to focus on the promotion part because that's what we've been talking about. We've been talking about digital media and inbound marketing for a long time and it's very important but not so important that we can forget about the other things it's just like our our lives right like if you may decide you need to focus on your health but if you focus on your health to the detriment of your family then some, something's going to suffer mm -hmm. right it's always that balance i'd say right and with that i mean i feel like working with a smaller agency like you you're going to get that attention right that attention to detail not a big agency where you you're you don't know who you're talking to the next week right you that's have that what conversation the and then the next week you're having that same conversation with somebody different, but I feel like working with you, you're going to have that, that tailored, tailored custom experience. I mean, is that kind of so, what you're going yes, for? Yes. Yeah. I, I'm trying to go deeper in, with my customer relationships. I actually go in, um, one of my packages, I go into the office once a week to be, they actually, they'll call it a, um, fractional CMO or outsource marketing director. Hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, and it yeah, seems like with your business, too, relationship is key, right? Yes. I mean, not only that's how you got to starting your business, but now with a good pour, that is something that you're doing to keep those relationships, establish new ones with the business, Correct. which is huge in our market in Hendersonville, Gallatin, to have those relationships to build business and friendships, honestly. Yeah. yeah. What did you awesome. realize you were good at marketing? Because it sounds like the journalism major, you jumped in, it sounds like some of those things came about naturally. But at some point, looking back, you had to realize, like, man, I've really got kind of a, kind of a unique skill set here. Because, I mean, I've worked with you. I've had some of these conversations before. Right. And 
So I have been involved in journalism. I mean, I was on middle school newspaper, high school newspaper. I was editor of the literary magazine. I was editor of the yearbook. I was editor of the college yearbook at UT. Um, I, I always knew that I wanted to be in communications. And I, I mean, I was at the Daily Beacon. I was doing ads in the, in the back of the Daily Beacon office as a freshman. I, I, just, I just knew that this was what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, some of it is com- just communicating with people and some of it is the branding and kind of putting things together. When I decided to start the business, I really had to sit down and look back and, and say, okay, what am I good at? And I, I kind of took a look at a lot of the things I'd worked on over the years, and a lot of the companies are still using parts of what I created. And so right. that's when I realized, you know, I'm pretty good at building systems and processes and right. doing a full picture look at marketing. And so that's really what I focused on. That's fantastic. So moving into starting a business, like, and started one before. So what does that look like? Do you just like Google, like, hey, how to start a business? Yeah, so or like, how does that? It's harder than you think. I can imagine, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, well, I think her first step was she married Mr. Good. So she <laughs> had her, uh, <laughs> she had her name down, right? right. Yes, I had the name <laughs> down. Um, I, it was interesting. Like I did the logo before I really decided. It was almost like I did the logo as a part of, do I really like, want to do this kind of thing? And then I fell in love with the logo and I was like, okay, I'm doing this. I feel like I that's it. where everybody starts is they, they have to get that visual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you got to visually see it, right? Mm-hmm. And if I see that logo, which I feel like we did that with B3 too, you know, you got that logo out. And Great logo. That, and it's like, oh, wow, that's mm-hmm. powerful. Maybe now I can put you know, a plan behind that or, or in my business plan or whatever. Is right. that right? Right. Yeah. So I, um, I kind of did the logo and then I, I did, I Googled, how do you start a business? And I really wanted like a checklist. And I, I mean, I, I, I have Kindle unlimited and I downloaded all the free books that I possibly could. And there wasn't just a, gr- I mean, cause every state's different, you know, when it comes to taxes and what you need and, so I hired a lawyer very pretty early, and just because I didn't, I didn't want to do it the wrong way. Um, and now I'm working with an accountant to do taxes for the first time. So I mean, I'm learning for sure. I, I do think at some point there could be a very long blog article on here's exactly what I wish I would have known when I did this. And that's part of it is, is learning it it. as you go because you never have that full plan that's like here this is going to work. Yeah. To a T, a lot of it is just learning as you go, um, and it's having the courage to go out and do that. Yeah. I think is huge. Yes. Yeah. There was a lot of sleepless nights. I mean, just am I doing this right, or am I making a mistake, or? Um, but I just asked for confirmation and got it. So yeah. here I am. But at this point, what are what are some things or a thing that has like helped you through maybe some of those sleepless nights? Like, has there been like Besides a book, this beautiful line, line we're yeah. <laughs> That put you to that sleep. obviously <laughs> helped a lot. I'm assuming. So I think the nights are interesting. I mean, they're they're dark and you don't know what's going on in your mind. I actually woke up last night and and just I have this weird thing where I wake up and I feel like I'm I'm still asleep clearly, but I feel like I'm supposed to push a button to save the world. Like it's a very mm. very weird dream. Um, clearly, I have too much on my plate, right? Yeah. <laughs> you have this over and over this dream. Um. Yeah. So last night I like sat up and. My husband, like, you're okay. You're, I mean, like, it was, it was really interesting last night. And this is probably should be edited out too. No, this is, <laughs> awesome. this is great therapy. <laughs> um, Tell us more. This is good therapy. Going so on. I just, I, lots of times you just have too much on your your mind. Um, last night I actually did get up and, and worked for a couple hours in the middle of the night just to try to get it out, and then I was able to go back to sleep. That's that's always been me. 
Um, I just, my dad says it's him too, that it's just, there's a lot going on in your brain and somehow it needs to, I try to pray and meditate and, but it just, it won't stop. So I have to get up. Do you just write everything down? Cause I feel like that's something I've heard is if you wake up and you got it all in your mind, if you write everything down, it kind of. So I try to do that. Okay. I do have like so you a try that? notebook, okay. but yeah. it did not work last night. There's just some nights where I, gotcha. where I know that I need to just get up and I'll, I'll, I'll be better if it just gets on the computer or sure. on paper. Sure. Um, and then there's other nights where I, I'm just, I, I can go back to sleep. And then some nights I don't wake up at all, right? I mean, it, it just depends. But, you know, when you're starting a business and, I mean, you've lost a household income, right? I mean, we were mm-hmm. a dual family income and to during COVID and the world's crazy and there's all kinds of uncertainty, not just the fact that I've lost a job. So there was a lot of just, am I making the right decision? And and I took on work that I probably shouldn't have. Um just to make sure that we were, you know, having some money come in. And, you know, I learned a lot of lessons through that. But I feel like when you start a business, you have to do that. Yeah. I mean, because you're just trying to get going. So well, now looking some consultants back, will tell you you don't have to, that okay. you should wait. But it's hard to wait. It's it's hard, you know, when you've got someone willing to pay you money to do, to do a job. You know, there was a mindset for me that I needed to build a portfolio and – I think I would challenge myself looking back on that now because I, I ended up building a portfolio, but you know, I did it with well-paying clients too. It wasn't all just, I needed mm-hmm. to give away work. I think a lot of people tell you that yeah. whenever you first start out, you know, like be selective or just work with the right people. Yeah. And I think there's, there's value in knowing that's where you're going, but there's also, you know, you don't want to have those sleepless nights because of your checking account or something right. like that, you know, so you make right. some decisions, but we're all just constantly refining and, and, and fine tuning as we take our and business where we want it to go. Great. Right? You know, he just, he basically said, we'll, we'll just, we had savings and we just took it the year and did it right. We, we didn't, he tried, he didn't stress, at least not to me, but I was stressing on both of our behalfs. Yeah. I feel like I don't, my wife says this, but I don't stress, but she stresses. I don't know if that's like a male, female thing, but maybe we are just like, Hey, it'll just work out like it should. Mm-hmm. Um, and other, other folks can't do that. Um, as much. Yeah. Yeah, but I think like, you, but you learn stuff from like maybe taking those clients. So hindsight is probably easy to say, I shouldn't have done that. But maybe right. without doing that, you want to be where you're at today Correct. and able to select your ideal client maybe. Right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Good point. Yeah. So do you have an idea where you're hoping to take your business the next few years? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, it's changed a little bit just with the working with these interns I really I'm enjoying that they they can do some of this work and honestly we have things to learn from them um as as high school and in college kids I mean they are already communicating in some of the ways that we will be communicating we've we've learned that you know with various platforms so to learn from them is is wise I think and um it has allowed me the opportunity to let them do some work and I can check it and make sure that I approve um, and you know, the client can get it at a little cheaper rate because, you know, I'm really working, working on the strategy and they're working on some of the, you know, the actual task work. Right. So that may allow me to, to grow a little bit more than I thought I was going to, um, this kind of consultant model where you come in, I mean, it could lead to me hiring other consultants and, and just using the strategy over and over again with different consultants. I don't know yet. Um, I, it's very much been... You know, I had always been a goals person, and I I haven't set a lot of goals for this business because I just want to leave enough space to see where God takes it and where it naturally falls into some 
you know, my talents and the clients that may need me. Yep. Who do you get the interns from? Just like relationships that you have or do you? So the two that I had last semester, one was a, a daughter of a, friend, a very good friend of mine and I knew she wanted to go into marketing and communications. Um, so that was the first one. And then the current ones, um, it's interesting. One reached out, uh, a couple of them reached out directly to me. One's mother reached out and said, hey, will you just have coffee with him? And I was so impressed that I was like, Look, come, let's just do this. Um, and I kind of went into that blindly too. Do, will I have enough work to give them or will they enjoy this? And But the task I've given them is really building the platform for others to do it. So we'll announce you know, an application process for the fall of 2022 interns shortly. Well, kudos to you because that's, that's a barrier yeah. for a lot of people. You know, figuring out what steps do I need to take to work more on my business mm -hmm. instead of in it. So that's, that's a leap. That's more responsibility that you've taken on, but hopefully sounds like it's moving in the right direction. It's going to pay off. Well, for you. I, you know, if there was a part of me that looked at going back to get my master's and being an adjunct professor at Vol State or even going and teaching in the high schools, cause I just, I love youth, especially high school and college age. Um, and they can learn a lot that will help put them on a, on not a better path necessarily, but a, a quicker path to get them, you know, in the industry or, area that they want to work on so it's it's just been a I say it's a win-win-win because I get to teach and and be with you know younger kids I also do youth on at our church so it's just an area that I like and um they get to learn hopefully and in a business like I said gets a rate you know if they use interns and they get a rate especially for nonprofits, you know they get work that I'm training them on and approved by me but you know they can get it at a much lower rate that's fantastic. Speaking of nonprofits, do you have one that you're enjoying working with right now or one that's kind of near and dear to your heart here in the community um, or elsewhere? Just as a volunteer basis or a client? Um, just uh, maybe more of Both. a cause yeah. that you're particularly passionate about in the community. So is. I'm involved with Young Life and I serve youth at the church. So I would say youth in general is a, a passion of mine. Um, what is Young Life? Young Life is a Christian organization that... Um, really targets just high school youth they have a wildlife program too to, for middle schoolers oh, they, nice. they meet very they nice. meet weekly um and it especially helps kids that aren't typically in church get somewhere and they have a lot of fun and then like the last five or ten minutes there's a there's a message that's awesome so are they have young life like do they affiliate with churches or is this own entity it's that, its own entity okay gotcha mm -hmm. super cool want to hit some uh speed questions Catherine's yeah, up good. for it. Let's Catherine, it. you ready for sure. some speed questions? All right. So first one here. Where is your happy place? The beach. Oh, nice. Happy place. Or yeah. walking down old, ancient, cobblestone European cities. Wow. So when did you do that? I spent six weeks in Italy when I was 16 years old. And then we've been to Zurich in France before COVID. But I just, I love those small. Yeah. Small, narrow roadways that are just ancient. And when you go to Europe, you just realize how young America is. And Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Uh, what would you do if you weren't doing what you do now? Either. I mean, I very much think professor or teacher I could do easily. And then um, church admin or church leadership. I would. I've looked at that, too. Who is your hero or person that you look up to the most? So, I... Uh, don't have one particular hero. I have been invested in by lots of people. Um, and I, 
it's just become for me, I, I think highly of those individual people that have been in my life in seasons. We moved around a lot growing up, so I didn't have roots. So that's one of the reasons I would care so much about being in Sumner County is giving my kids roots. Um, so I think because we moved around so much and just had so many different seasons, it was hard to identify one hero, mm -hmm. but looking back on my life, just the individual people that have invested in me. And so therefore the people that invest in others, I think are heroes, which we all are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a, um, favorite or impactful book or podcast, et cetera, that you really leaned on? So I read Seven Habits of Highly Effective People in mm -hmm. college. Yep. Um, I don't follow it exactly. Yep. I read a lot of his books, but I think that had given me the framework to make sure kind of that balanced approach to make sure I'm taking care of myself and friends. And I mean, I had a list even in college to make sure I checked in on friends. And that was that was from that book. Yeah. Um, and then the podcast I highly recommend is called The Bible Recap. And it is a Bible recap. Yes, it is a chronological reading and then podcast. She also has a book. I did it in 2020 and um, I, I kind of always stayed away from the Old Testament because it was so hard to understand. But very old. It's very old and very graphic and worrisome. And <laughs> God was not <laughs> God was not happy in the Old Testament. But you really see why. And um, it's just a story of, you know, him chasing us and we keep turning away and then you know we have a savior that helps all that so cool. um it really helped me understand the old testament though and therefore the bible in general How you say you it. did that what is it is it like a, a series listen to the whole series then yeah it's a year and, gotcha. and so oh, it, you wow. basically read the bible chronologically which i also highly recommend um so you know when you're you're talking about david and then you can go read david's psalms right after they happen instead of reading all the psalms from moses to you know solomon in one mm -hmm. It's just much more effective when you can read the psalm of what they're thinking or singing or whatever after you read what happened in the story. Awesome. All right, lastly, if you had a superpower, what would it be? So I, people tell me I'm good with invitation. That's actually part of my why. Um, my why is to be a source of encouragement, invitation, and ideas so that other people can re reach their – see, now I've forgotten it. To be a source of encouragement, ideas – an invitation so others can reach their current potential or future possibility. Um, I just, I want to have a well-used house. I want to invite people in and, um, you know, help people find their place either in my house or in their life or that sort of thing. That's so. very beautiful. Thank love you. It. Yeah. Well, you shared it. a lot of awesome stuff with us today, Catherine. Where can people find you if they're interested in connecting Catherine with you? Catherinegood.com. Uh, there's a free email. I put out a good tip every Tuesday just try to some, give something that they can implement quickly in their marketing. Um, you can also request a free consultation. I do those often just to answer quick ideas or take care of quick problems. And that tip is on your on your website or on your uh, Facebook, Yeah, there's a pop-up that, you know, no one likes pop-ups, but they work. Yeah, um, <laughs> here's so your marketing tip. <laughs> <laughs> there's a pop-up on the website. Do you have an Instagram handle or anything? Like that? K -good marketing, or KG Marketing is KG Instagram. Marketing. And I imagine people could find their way to the good poor, the yes. write-ups that you've done there as yes. well. Yeah, the link in the bio goes straight to the good, all the good pours. Fantastic. Awesome. Well, um, here's to you, Catherine, here's for having us on and refining me. our palates yeah. a little bit with uh, with some fine wine here today. Thank Appreciate you. I can't you being tell you much sport. about it, but I like it. <laughs> I can tell you I like <laughs> it. I, I don't you like, like it. Wine. Yeah. But yeah. And uh, before we go, hey, we also want to give a shout out to the to the guy behind our camera here, um, Brian Holloway with Black Fox Media. He's 
he's doing a lot with uh, what little he has to work with here as far as, well, me, Dennis, and William are concerned. <laughs> Catherine was a Catherine's, treat today. But awesome. Brian, thank you for all you're doing, man, to help us out. And uh, some of you might recognize this room already. We're here in Gallatin at 106 Public Square. Uh, they've been gracious hosts here and um, love that we've hopefully found a home here, at least for a little while, as long as they'll tolerate us. So cheers to the audience for uh, checking in with us today. Cheers. Thank you.